Fuck yeah, dude. I'm always ready. Fuck yeah, dude. It's episode 31 of the Tech Yeah Games 31? podcast. 31? Hell yeah. We're getting really close to my age. Can we're we not, do something special for my age? We're not as close to my age. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll get there. We'll yeah, get we'll there. do something special for your age episode. Okay, well, it's next week, so. Oh, snaps. <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening and for joining us for the Tech Against Podcast. Yeah, we're always happy to have you. As always, I am Tony, joined by my co-host and the specialist guest of every show, Leo. <laughs> That's like, I like to think of myself as just a special guest every time. I yeah. just... We have so much fun. You keep asking me back. You're always a guest and you're always special to me. Which right? is going to be, it's going to make the day where you don't ask me back. That's going to be a rough day for me. But you know what? That's going to be hard. <laughs> I mean, I did one show without you. And it, we, yeah. I survived. You survived. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wasn't ideal. It really wasn't. <laughs> um, thank you guys for joining us. Hell and yeah. uh, we're going to get right into this shit, right? I think, you know what? I think we should. I and say we just go for it this time. I'm going to start off with the, the segment that. The fans are going crazy for this. Segment. Are they? Oh, yeah. wow. I've been getting a lot of feedback. Nothing I can tell you about specifically, but a lot of feedback about Tony's terrible something trivia. I don't remember what the third word was, but it's Tony's terribly tough trivia. Terribly tough trivia. There you go. Um, so my question I'm positing for you today, Leo. Oh, God. Last time, let's remember, I failed, but I was close. You were super close, actually. Yeah. Hypothetically, Leo, I have three games in front of me today. Okay. Ready to play. They've awesome. gone gold. Ooh. They are ready for you to enjoy. Sweet. Thanks, man. You get to pick one. Okay. The other two, you don't get to play until they're released. Okay. The games are Death Stranding. Okay. The Last of Us 2 and Cyberpunk 2077. Which game do you choose? Uh, Last of Us 2. The Last of Us 2. Yeah. That's a good guess. Yeah, can I say why before you tell me why I'm wrong? Yeah, I want to hear. I think of those three games, that is the one I'm most excited about. And it's probably the shortest. Meaning I can get through it quickly. And I could get through it before anyone else has even played it. And that'd be badass. Something like Cyberpunk. A, I feel like if you wait a few weeks, there'll be patches. Which will be great for a game that large. And Death Stranding, I'm excited about because I like Kojima, but I'm also hesitant. Whereas I think The Last of Us is a very sure bet that it's going to be at least awesome from a narrative sense. Yeah, I mean, Last of Us is going to be good. Yeah, um, almost, so, almost certainly. What if I added the Resident Evil 3 remake in there? Resident Evil 3 remake. That would be your choice? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk is clearly the right answer. Why? But I would actually choose Death Stranding. <laughs> okay, so hold on. To, 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 let me make this clear. I'm wrong. You are also wrong. Yeah, we're both wrong. <laughs> this that's is how, a fucking weird segment. That's how tough this trivia is. <laughs> it's so hard that even you who came up with it don't know the answer. No, I know the answer. But you were wrong. I just chose the wrong answer. I actually really respect that. that I even willfully you... <laughs> chose the wrong answer. I respect that. Because sometimes the right answer isn't right for me. That's fair. Ooh, damn. All right. Wisdom bombs again. So tell me why. Why Death Stranding? Yeah. I don't know. I just got such a fucking hard on for this game already. I don't know why. Just because it looks just utterly insane. Because it's a mystery, man. Yeah. You know I what do, I mean? I do like that a lot. It's like, it's just, it, who knows? It could be terrible, right? Yeah. I bet it won't be terrible. It it'll might, at least be weird. Yeah. It'll be weird. It'll be unique, if nothing else. It could be terrible. Like, I don't even care. Like, yeah, that's true. I just I want to experience it. Like, I just want to see what the fuck is going to happen. I totally agree. I think know? it's really cool the way they're doing this. Did you see that tweet? Um, I think it was a tweet, but it was someone very, more, more clever than me who said, like, this is the first game where they're doing it in a very unique way where he pitches a trailer and they make the trailer and then he has to go decide oh, how yeah. to make all yeah, the gameplay yeah. based around it. Yeah. It's, Which is not true, obviously, or but as it's, far as we know, but it was it funny. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. And, like uh, the developers watch the new trailer and are like, fuck, how the, what? <laughs> and like Kojima seems so excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he like loves like talking about it and not in like a and pitch not, way. And or not actually like, talking and, about it at all. And not actually talking, but he loves like, it just seems like he's so excited to tell you the secrets. Totally. And all you the know? photos like on quote unquote set of him and all the people, like he just looks like he's having a blast. Yeah. And like, he just wants you to know these secrets he's got, but he's just like, I can't tell anybody these secrets. Yeah. Like, you know, it's so good. Yeah. Uh, it gets me so pumped up. I'm so excited for it. I know it's, and it's the most recent one. So it's the least value to like choose that one out of all of these. Yeah. It's coming in two months. Yeah. 
wow that's month true and a half, you know that's crazy uh, we know so little about it we know so little about it they had gameplay at gamescon yeah. but um even that was pretty limited um you get to saw you get to see you got to see norman reed is taking a pee oh yeah i heard all was pretty about interesting that. uh and soothing the baby which huh. was pretty fun but uh did he pee on the baby no he peed in the grass but he it, a giant mushroom grew where he peed hmm. yeah so maybe he's got some mario tie-ins Oh, nice. But I'm thinking, no, 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 no. <laughs> what if when you die, when you go into the Death Stranding world, it plays the underground music from Mario? That'd be cool. That'd be dope. I'd be so into that. I think there'd be some licensing issues, but who cares? Who cares? But yeah, I'm so pumped for Death Stranding. I'm pumped for Cyberpunk too, but something about Death Stranding is just like, like I liked Witcher 3 as a game that like, I could play this game for a long time. It's got a lot of stuff. This is cool. But like Death Stranding is like, it's like a blind date. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, how's this going to turn out? It could be great. It could be terrible. But yeah. like. But either way, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, but that's the spice of life, man. Like that's the excitement. That's why I'm into that. No, totally. I think that's a valid point. But the true answer apparently is Cyberpunk 2077. And why is that? Why is that? Yeah. Because it's the biggest, baddest, bestest game that we currently know is about to get released. It's, um, I mean, CDPR is kind of shown us that they can make these epics and like everything we've seen of it i think looks amazing i mean i guess this is my personal take you know but i make the trivia um <laughs> yeah not fair point but it just looks like the biggest out of all of these in a way that is like but that's i mean you're implying that it's the most value therefore it's the most valuable no not, not at all i i think uh when i say big i don't just mean like large i mean like ambitious dense yeah. and dense and like um and honestly like if it's not if it doesn't deliver on that getting it early is also pretty interesting <laughs> yeah, that's too. actually a good point you if know you what play i mean through like, like this fucking blows that'd be yeah. interesting to know yeah none of this none of this stuff pays off yeah none of the tech really works the way they say it should like <laughs> that'd be funny if it was just a fucking mess i doubt it will be but but I'm, just, you know, I'm just saying, getting a hold of that would just be so interesting. <laughs> but I think Death Stranding, even if it's good, could be bad, and or vice it could versa. be bad and amazing. Yeah. Like, you know, no, what I, I think mean? you're like, right. I think that's what's so exciting to me about it, and just the fact that it's new and like so new is cool. Yeah, interesting. No, okay, these are all compelling points. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm none of but sure. none of the right answers are Last of Us too. Yeah, clearly that's like fourth in the list. I think if you're interested in story, that's probably the safest bet. Yeah, and you know, I mean. Naughty Dog's amazing, so it's not like it's going to yeah. be bad. You know, like it's impossible that it's not good. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm not more excited about cyberpunk. I don't know why. I like cyberpunk as a genre. Mm -hmm. The Witcher 3 is awesome. The studio is obviously very talented. But for some reason, I'm just not like, I don't know why I'm not more excited about it. It's weird. You, you know what I might be? I might be intimidated by the size of it. And I'm like, when I can't play this game. It's too big. I think it's because you have a low cool score. Yeah. Well, that's definitely true. You know, because that game is all about cool. Like, cool is like a stat. That sucks. That sounds stupid. I think it's awesome. Really? Yeah, because it's like based on like fashion. And like not being... I do like, I do like dressing up in games. And not like... It's not cool as in like if you're not cool, like you're worse. But it just means you're not cool. So like maybe you're not cool because you're more militaristic. Yeah. Right? And so that gives you access to like more kind of right. uptight establishments and more... Yeah. Um, kind of buttoned up things and more official channels. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you're cool, you can kind of like, you know, go through the back door and, yeah. you know, like get into the clubs and sleaze your way into, sleaze places. Your way into places. Right. Like that kind of like dichotomy, if it pays off in that way, I feel like the problem with those systems is it always turns into like, okay, like take the cool choice every time and you'll get like max cool. And then you can have the cool power. And it's like, yeah, that's lame. Right. Like I want to be able to like, <laughs> I want to be like discover my own style, yeah, and that's what's cool. So you want a real true RPG, a true, true RPG, the truest RPG, the truest of the true. Yeah. So I mean, if they can make that even feel like it's delivering on that, or like, no, totally, that would be amazing. I have high hopes. I, you know, I was thinking about it the other day how funny it'd be if they, for whatever, it wouldn't be funny, it'd be you know, big deal, but it would be kind of funny if they're like, ah, never mind. <laughs> it was like we cancel it we, we're not this we is way to too ambitious we're like out. what do you mean and you're like ah, i don't know we just we're gonna do something else we're gonna make another witcher oh that would be so sad that'd be so sad i've had enough of Geralt. 
Yeah, me too. Yeah. If they do make another Witcher, they should not have Geralt. That'd be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. I guess it would be uh, the daughter. What's her face? Uh, Siri. Yeah, probably her. Right. I think Siri. I don't know. We're gonna get Siri. We're gonna get name. fucking doxed by Siri. CD Project Red fanboys. CD Project Red fanboys. If you want to dox us, just make sure you plan with the podcast first. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like with my address, please include the podcast yeah, link. Yeah, the link. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And uh, you know, give us a rating on iTunes. <laughs> If you're gonna, yeah, then you right? can then you can brigade us. Yeah, then you can really bring the pain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. Okay. Well, I think that was another successful uh, quadruple T, as I like to call. It. I, I can already. I'm already getting texts from the fans. They love, <laughs> this isn't even live, and they still are just <laughs> holy like, shit. Did you do another one of those? I'm like, yep. They yeah, must be listening. They must. They're probably outside your windows. They're doxing us already. <laughs> um, well, that with that in the books, with week two of Tony's terribly tough trivia in the books. Uh, Leo, what have you been playing this week? So this week I had some interesting ones. Mm. You know what I played a lot of was Left 4 Dead 2. Left 4 Dead 2, really? Yeah, isn't that funny? What brought that on you? Um, well, I was playing it co-op. Uh, we were looking for a new co-op game. And we were playing it. And uh, you know what's interesting about it? What? It's very un-Valve. How in so? that it's very unpolished and like loose mm-hmm. and uh, weird and... Kind of bad, actually. Like, it's not a bad game. It's a fun game, and it's interesting. But it's not very polished, and it's kind of like... Compared to Portal or Half-Life, which really, what else have they done? Um, It feels very loose and weird and like... I don't know if it's a bad thing, necessarily. Kind of janky. Janky, yeah. It's a good yeah. word. I think part of the reason people like it and part of what I was enjoying about it is how easy it is to use mods. You literally just go to a menu, click, and then you, it, you don't even have to install them. You just click it, and mods appear. Yeah, like literally appear. It's awesome. So in some ways, I think maybe they just left it really open and kind of unfinished because it's more of a playground. Um, but it's an interesting game. Have you played it? I played a little bit of. It. I do own it. I haven't played that much. I think of everyone it. owns it. It's one of those games where you just own it. Whether you like right now, if you look in your Steam library, even if you never bought it, somehow it's there. Yeah, and it's funny. Like, and you've played twelve hours, and yeah. you just don't know when or how. Tangent. Speaking of that, last night, like, I went on Fanatical and bought like thirteen games for six dollars. You know what I mean? And yeah. added them all to my. Like, I'm never gonna play any of these, but like, Guilty Gear was on there. Yeah, like, Guilty Gear's cool. Yeah, and it was like the newest one. I was like, oh, I can get that in this package of twenty games. Like, of course I'm gonna buy it. Yeah. And it was like that's how Humble Bundle gets me. Yeah, but uh, and I'm never even gonna play Guilty Gear. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, believe me, I, I hear you. But you know, it, it's weird. I think Left 4 Dead 2, like, I think the issue, like, I don't think that was supposed to be a game. Like, yeah, it it's, was. It's like a big tech demo. Yeah, and like you know, the original Left 4 Dead was also kind of a tech demo, and Left 4 Dead 2 was like, I believe it was supposed to be a DLC or like a yeah, like a map s- pack for I, Left 4 Dead. <laughs> like, they're it, like, we got a lot of map packs. Yeah, I think like it was just kind of a fun project, and they kept making stuff. Yeah, and they're like, we can't just like put this out as DLC, like it's too big. Like, let's just make it a game of its own. I don't think Left 4 Dead was full price when it came out. I think Left 4 Dead. Yeah, was, I think it was like thirty bucks. I don't think it was sixty bucks. Interesting. Yeah, I never played it when it came out. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I probably tried it once, but uh, but it's fun. It's a fun game. Like, I, I get it. It's cool. It's satisfying, but it's not. I can't imagine playing hundreds of hours of it. It's so repetitive. I had a roommate that did nothing but play Left 4 Dead for like years yeah that's what i'm saying like i cannot imagine it's so mindless and repetitive but then again so is diablo i guess i played a lot of diablo yeah i I could see that i mean i feel like diablo is more varied than left 4 dead just because there's more i guess the enemy types don't matter but there's more like enemies and environments and well but i think the user created content for left 4 dead school like there's single player campaigns like you know i could see getting lost in that maybe i think the witches are dumb well, they're not dumb if you replace them with Hitler, which you can do with a mod. Or choo-choo trains. Or choo-choo trains. Mm. I replaced um, the jockeys that hop around with Randy from South Park, like hopping around on his nuts. Oh, I thought were, this was America. When they were engorged from when he got ball cancer. Yeah, that's so sad. that was pretty good. That was sad. <laughs> sad time for Randy. No, he loved it. But anyway, it is fun. Man, mods are cool. However, they do crash your computer pretty quickly. Yeah, you can definitely load up a bad one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool though like you could, I, I installed Jill from Resident Evil 5 and it's just so easy anyway so that was kind of a fun interesting experience I don't know how much more I'll play but it was cool uh, what else did I play oh you know what I played what I'd love play? to hear your thoughts on this is Hyperlight Drifter oh because it was free on the Epic Store uh, yeah way to call me out you're an Epic Store guy <laughs> I see how it is I am a if you give me a free game I'll probably download it guy 
That's for sure. I got a couple free games you can have. Okay. You know what the Epic Store gave me this week was Fez. So they're really... Uh, <laughs> I mean, Fez is cool, but they're definitely definitely not doing modern games. <laughs> that, um, I never really... I played Fez a little bit. I played Hyper Light, Dif- Hyper Light Drifter a little bit. But those are both games I did not really invest a lot of time into despite owning both of those games yeah no hyper light drifter is cool it's very i like the art style is very it's cool. stylish yeah it's very stylish and it is fun i've heard people talk very highly of it. i don't know how much more of it i'll play but it is cool it's yeah just cool. i like these games that like a few people made they're so interesting it's one of those games where you jump into it for an hour you're like oh this is cool yeah and yeah kind of like that's eh, kind of enough but um but it's kind of it's not like it's you know it's, it was cheap when I bought it, which was years ago. So yeah, you know it's fine to just kind of enjoy it and making the music cool. You know, I yeah, can music see, was cool. I can see just jumping through, this, especially if I didn't have a lot of games. I think that's the problem with getting older. So you have so many games now. Like if I was yeah, if I was fourteen and was just like playing all of every game I could get my hands on, and like you just kind of stumbled into Hyperlight Drifter, I could. That's the kind of game where it's like, oh, I will consume this entire thing. Oh, just, for sure. You know, destroy yeah, yeah. it and enjoy but, it. You know, I, I buy, you know, 12 games on Fanatical on a random night. It's like, you're not going to get through all these. Yeah, it does happen where you open Steam. You're like, I should play a new game. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I installed like six games last night. And I was just like, I'm not playing any of these. <laughs> especially <laughs> small games. Yeah, like, especially. Oh, it's already done now. Holy shit. Yeah. That's why I got to give you a couple from that Fanatical sale. A couple more horror games, though. Oh, I love horror games. Which ones? Uh, Detention. Hmm. It's like. There's uh, a lot of horror games. They're Japanese games. So, Detention's oh. a Japanese horror game. And there's one, uh, it's about like a Korean school with a uh, serial killer in it. Sounds cool. I don't think they're like that horrific horror. They're kind of like the... They're like lighthearted serial killers. Sort of. They're yeah. like friendly. Sexy, I mean, not like super lighthearted, killers. like Danganronpa. Like that's kind of the lightheartedest of yeah. murder. But uh, I never played those, but it just sounds kind of interesting. Yeah. I haven't really played them either. I like the art style of them. Yeah, me too. It's kind of along that like Persona Atlas style of like, yeah. art, which I like. Um, what else did I play? Oh, speaking of horror, I did play some Silent Hill. I, I was telling you earlier, I played the original for a while. Yeah, I saw you playing some Silent Hill 3 up in here. Yeah, God, it's so good. What, what's interesting about those games, I think I've talked about this before, is how they're so shitty from a like interaction standpoint. The controls are just so awful, like inconceivably bad. And the UI is shit. But they're so fucking good, despite that. Like, the art direction is just so far ahead of anything else that was out at the time that it completely... They're still some of the best games ever made, even though they're almost unplayable, which is quite a quite a feat. The best games ever made. Some of them, yeah. I would argue they're some of my favorite games of all time, for sure. Those first three are insanely good. You're, you're discrediting yourself right no, now, saying that they're the best games ever I'm not made. saying they're the best games. I'm saying they're some of the best games ever. Yikes. There's a lot of people who would say Silent Hill 2 is the best game ever made. Those people are crazy people. Well, that's not true. That's an awesome game. No, they're crazy, crazy people. No, right? they're not. This is going to be the next question on Tony's Terribly Tough <laughs> Trivia. Is Silent Hill 2 the best game? I mean, a lot of people would say it is. And you could say yes and I'll say it. And you'll be wrong, as usual. <laughs> All right. Anyway, the point is, A, it was really fun to play them because they're amazing. And it also really shows how far it's falling because the last few were so bad and just so missed the mark so profoundly. Par for the course. What do you mean? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you watch yourself. <laughs> anyway, so those are great. If you if you all have played the first three Silent Hills or four, a lot of people like four. I'm kind of on the fence about it. I'd love to hear from you. And we could tell Tony how fucking wrong he is. Yeah. Because he's a scaredy cat. I would love. They can't handle cool art. I played the original Silent Hill. It was scary. It was scary. I didn't think it was the best game I ever played. The first Silent Hill is not. No one says the first Silent Hill is. It's one of the best PlayStation games ever, that's for sure. And it's certainly one of the scariest thing, creepiest games ever made. Definitely. Uh, it has aged pretty poorly, though. Anyway, those are fun. Very fun games. I played a lot of that. I think that was mostly it. I played some Final Fantasy, which we can talk about a little bit later. One thing I want to talk about real quick is I tried to get a cool mobile game. I was like, you know what? I was laying in bed. Want to install? There's a lot of mobile games. One of them's yeah. got to be good. I do that a lot. And I, uh, yeah, naked, totally scrolling through the Play Store. Yeah, it's kind of fun, like reading the reviews. So I was like, maybe I'll download like an MMO. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So I downloaded one or two, and there are a lot of them, and they suck. <laughs> what What'd you download? Do you I know? don't even remember. The names are all interchangeable, and all it's all just a picture of an anime girl. Every single one of them. And uh, this one, the first one, I was just blown away by. It was. 
the English was just utterly incomprehensible. Like it yeah. wasn't even spell checked at all. Uh, and I think it was Chinese. Maybe it was no. I think it, this one was Chinese. I remember because I looked, and it sucked, man. It was just like I was trying to imagine who's making these games that are just these like super generic Chinese people. Well, yeah, Chinese Tencent, companies. Probably. I guess now because Tencent, like their shit's pretty polished because they're huge. Well, they own like every company. Yeah, like, so some of it is, I'm sure. But the stuff they put their name on is usually, you know, it's a ripoff, but it's usually at least polished. Um. Anyway, it was interesting. I was curious. I found a few good mobile games. I'm not talking about ports, which there's a lot of great mobile ports. So anyone who says mobile gaming's bad, I would direct you to play Knights of the Old Republic and tell me that's a bad game. I, I'll, ch- I'll fight you. No, that's a good game. But there's some good mobile games. There's a few, but man, they're hard to find. Yeah, I have not found a good, like especially MMO. Like, Yeah, MMO I found some that are fun here and there, but I haven't found one that I'm like, finally. I want, like, a good open-world 3D MMO. Yeah, and you know what the worst thing is? Like, you'll see a mobile game ad that's like, look oh, at yeah. this good 3D MMO mobile How game. How is even legal? And then you download it, and it's a different game. Yeah, it's just trash. It's so weird. I don't know how that's legal. Like, how is that not false advertising? It is. Uh, they just don't care. And I guess it's a, if it's from another country, they don't give a shit. No, it's China. They just do whatever they want. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. But it's, you know, it's I, it's not the place to be political about, but they just do whatever they want. And it's crazy because they get away with it. Yeah. Like, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, which is sad. And I'm sure there's a lot of good Chinese games. I'd love to hear about some of them. I was just, uh, it was oh, interesting. There, yeah. There's a lot of good stuff. It was interesting wading into that pool and, and being like, I had a very open mind and I found one weird, like kind of fun RPG that's, mm-hmm. I think it's Korean and it's, uh, it's kind of very different than one I've played. I, I, put, I think I'll put a couple hours into that, but yeah, yeah anyway, it just sucks. So anyway, anyone listening, if you have any suggestions for like, it doesn't have to be good traditionally. It could be a mobile game. It could be, pay- I'm just curious, like what the cream of the crop of this stuff looks like. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what the, I, I try and kind of stay on the, you know, on the pulse of yeah. gaming, right? Because we're like the yeah. number one gaming podcast in the yeah, world. Yeah, no, someone's got to do that. Yeah, someone's got to stay on the pulse of it. And uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't really get a lot of good buzz about mobile games. Uh, I know like there's a lineage mobile MMO that's supposed to be. It kind of auto plays. It does auto play. That's the other thing. They but it's like nice. You know what I mean? Like I played that for a little while when it first came out. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I know Maple Story is pretty pretty big on mobile. Yeah, but it's two D. Yeah, as well. That was weird as hell. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's a lot of like real bangers as far as MMOs on mobile. Um, so what I have played this week? Yeah, please. Um, not a whole lot of games. I'll be honest. I've mostly been playing the. Be anxious and don't get your editing done game. Uh, <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah, that happens. Um, but outside of that, I've been playing more Mobile Legends. I'm still playing that stupid mobile MMO, or, uh, MOBA. Interesting. I've actually jumped back in and it kind of inspired me to play a little bit more League of Legends. Yeah. Um, which is probably a mistake, but I have been playing a little bit of that. When you say a little bit, like a match every night or? No, maybe like a. Over the past week, maybe three or four batches. Okay. Right? So not not very much. Just here and there. Um, after watching the Raleigh uh, um, Rainbow Six uh, finals. Oh, did you watch it? Yeah. It oh, was that's cool. Big upset. Empire BG2. It was pretty Ooh, exciting. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was a big upset. Uh, that got me kind of wanting to play some uh, Rainbow Six. So I played a bit of that. I've been playing that mostly uh, every night. And did you see the new yep. operators? Mm-hmm. The grappling hook dude? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's my new main. Yeah, he's pretty dope. I want to grapple hook in. I want to grapple into windows. I really like how that game is just, they're really not afraid to just kind of, they're starting to go a little off the rails in a good way. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. And don't worry, fans. Zofia is my, still my main. Okay. Like, sure, everyone is really worried. I'm sure you guys were concerned I was going to abandon her. <laughs> and don't worry, she's fine. All right. Yeah. She'll be but fine. She'll be fine. But I still want to do some of that grappling. Yeah, dude. It looks fun. Yeah, it does look fun. Uh, what else I play this week? Um, I guess that brings me to the last thing I played and kind of one of our stories for the week. Apex Legends again in the news. <laughs> it never play, stops. You're still playing that, huh? Um, I haven't since this last story kind of popped, but yeah. I played a couple games uh, after the last show and kind of weaned off after the weekend. Um, so this is, we talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. These Apex packs that were seven bucks. Yeah, shitty. Real shitty, real kind of a... Kind of pissed everybody off. So, uh, 
So there was a thread, and the, the basically the devs were like, and I think we talked about this actually that they were going to allow people to buy the yeah we did buy the skins now. Um, so that thread kind of went to shit, right? And the devs were commenting in those threads. We didn't talk about that part, right? I don't think so. No. So the devs kind of started commenting in those uh, threads, and it went back and forth, and everyone started fighting, right? Um, obviously, the the pissed off redditors were like, "You guys are fuckers, and fuck you, and fuck your family," right? Because that's what redditors yeah. do. And the devs were like, they 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 use some choice words that I think um, are real no nos, right? And like some of the things were like uh, they referred to people as freeloaders for being free to play players. I mean, they followed it with like, and we love that you're freeloaders, right? But it's like you called people freeloaders, like that's not really cool. Uh, referred to some people as dicks or gamers as dicks. Um, you know, just some like real adversarial language, right? Especially talking to your fan base. Like, I get it sucks when people are like yelling at you and, um, just being shitty, right? But for one, like engaging with the few, right? Like really like burying your head to any valid criticism and hyper focusing on a few like very negative comments to respond to and to kind of create the narrative of this whole conversation around kind of sucks, right? And it sucks for people that are like like, hey, I think the servers aren't running very good since the server you know what I mean? Like like ignoring all of that to say like, yeah, well, fucking look at these dickhead gamers. Like, no wonder I can't be honest with you. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, it's really crummy and really feels really bad. Um, I'll be honest. Like, I'm not like a big supporter of the way people are communicating with uh, these Apex devs. But I also like am sort of embarrassed for the amount of money I've spent on that game now. <laughs> right. In a in a way that feels really bad. Yeah. Right. Like, um, and it's not something like I'm not usually regretful and like, you know, I, I've spent, I've dropped, you know, a lot of money into games hunting for packs and whatever. And, you yeah. know, maybe I'm not happy with myself for doing it, but I'm never like, man, why did I do that? And this is the first time I'm just like, why did I do that? Like, like these people suck, you know, like, yeah. And that feels bad. Like I, I honestly don't like that at all. Um, Vincent Pella came out later and, I thought his statement was very measured and good. You know, it's just like, you know, we don't, people were dicks. Our people have no right to be dicks. Like they're employees and, um, you know, like this isn't how it should be. And we appreciate everybody, but you know, I just, once again, I feel like this, like this, I've said it before, this cabal of developers, right? Like all rallying around like this gamers or dicks narrative and, um, you know, kind of creating this, well, we're trying to be honest with you and you guys just don't know how to respond is so misplaced and so misguided and so frustrating as someone from the outside, right? Like, um, go ahead. Well, do you think it's like, a, I mean, what, what's, how would, how could they do it better? I mean, I guess what I'm trying to think is, should they just not have gone on Reddit? Um, for sure. I mean, that's, to me, the thing is they're not being honest, right? This isn't like honest dev communication, right? Like, this is just really bad PR, you know, because you talk to your coworkers, right? Like, you have conversations about uh, how the business is run and if it's fair and yeah. um, how customers are being treated. And those aren't things you could ever say to customers, right? Right. The things you would have to say to customers would be much more um, tailored and um, tight-lipped about the actual business. And yeah. you know what I mean? And once you do that, like this pretense of like, I'm just trying to be open and honest with you is gone. Yeah. Right. Like, like, cause that's not, if you were open, if, if I'm an apex dev and I'm being open and honest, my statement is we're trying to figure out the best way to make money on this game. We ran a bunch of data and it said people were willing to spend seven bucks on random packs. Yeah. I guess we were fucking wrong. Or we, we got enough money or already. Or we got enough money already. Right. And so we ran more data and we realized the best thing we could do right now is just make this shit available for sale. What like, do you, how do you? How would you feel if they said that? I would honestly be like, "That's fucking." <laughs> I would too. I'd be like, "Wow, like that is <laughs> that, like, that's transparency." Now that's fucking transparency, right? <laughs> like, like that's an open and honest dev conversation. Same thing with that Ooblets thing, right? Like, yeah. like having these swarmy, like tongue in cheek, like, "Oh, community, we're so," you know, like it's just really bad PR, and you cannot. 
pretend that bad PR is somehow like honest engagement because they're they're two such they're such different things. No, I think that's fair. I mean, I do I do hear where we're coming from. I can see how it would be frustrating if you were trying to be honest to like to have to deal with the shitty asshole people and then feeling like if you defend yourself, you're. I mean, you should be allowed to defend yourself. Well, I don't. That, should you? Well, I don't know. I guess that's kind of the question. I mean. On the one hand, if I was trying to be honest and straightforward and someone was sending me death threats, I'd be like, I could see getting frustrated and angry and be like, this is bullshit and totally unfair and what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I think saying, I think only responding to the guy who sent me a death threat when a lot of people were sending me measured, articulate criticism, that would certainly be disingenuous. But I can also say like, wow, this is bullshit that you guys are sending me death threats over a video game. But are you trying to be honest? Well, in this theoretical thing... I don't know. You can't be like that. That's I think that's the whole point, right? So should they just not pretend to be honest? Of course. Really, that's is that? Do you think would be the best? I guess. Let me ask you this: How would you have handled this if you were an or a PR manager for Apex right now, or not right now, but before this happened? So if I was the developer that responded, sure, I would say, PR, you got to get a statement out. Oh yeah, okay. That's you know, fair. and if I'm the PR manager, I'm like, we got like, hey asshole, don't get on Reddit. Yeah, like, we got to write. To. We got to write a statement, and someone get someone log into our our Reddit account and apologize. I'm sorry to all these people that are saying they're going to murder us, right? Or don't engage and tell everyone else that says that the the game's not working that you're sorry, and we'll look into it. Yeah, right. Like I would have the most the the shittiest, most closed off business face to put on it that I could because. Because that's what we're giving, and I don't know what we expect back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like you can't be honest with these people, right? Because doing so would be detrimental to the bottom line for your company, right? So, so when knowing that, knowing you cannot have this like open discourse about the choices you've made and the way you arrived at those choices and why you're kind of coming rolling back on those choices is if you can't, you can't do that. So. Just don't pretend like don't like, you know, the the statement reads like someone telling a bunch of children, right? Why, why they didn't get what they wanted. Yeah. You know, and being surprised that the responses sound like they came from children that didn't get what they wanted is um, ignorant. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. You know, like it's, it's, yeah, you kind of expect, yeah. Yeah, it's just ignorant. And, um, you know, it's fine. I don't expect them to be honest. I don't think they can. I don't think they know how. I don't think they know what... I don't think EA would allow them to, even if they did want to. I don't think they know what being honest even means anymore. Yeah. Right? Like, I think the business... I I think being a game developer has become such a strange, like, like, business to be involved in. Yeah, and that, it, just, it just keeps changing too. And it's so skewed and like, you know, now, it's funny because like a lot of, you know, I, I, I'd get into these things on Twitter and this one I kind of stayed away from. But um, you see these people that are like developer advocates now, you know yeah. what I mean? Like their entire existence is like, you know, we're advocates for game developers or we provide, you know, spaces for game developers or, you know, we're a union organization for game developers. And it's like, that's fine, but just realize that you've now created a boon industry around supporting like a niche career within another industry. Yeah. You know, like you're a grifter, basically. Yeah. And um, I'm not mad that you are, right? But it's like you have to see the uh, the insanity in this, and in in, <laughs> in in you know what I mean, and kind of phrasing this as like. No, we're like, you know, we're looking out for the little guy. And it's like, no, you're not. Like, it's not, that's not what this is. So, um, so, you know, I, I just think it's, it's all so silly and, um, we should all stop pretending we have this like heartfelt relationship with our favorite devs and they should stop pretending they have this heartfelt relationship with us. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I think that can be, that can change depending on the dev and depending on the product and depending yeah. on the game. You know, they're, they're, that means different things to different people. I think, Yeah, I think there's companies that do a good job creating expectations and drawing a line on what their relationship yeah. means and, and, and how much input is Yeah, I mean, around. I think the, probably you could argue that most companies do because I you don't so. hear about that. Yeah. It's only the companies you hear about fucking up or, or doing good, I guess. 
You don't hear about that as much. Because like when you do hear about, oh, someone fucked up, they put out an excellently crafted PR statement, everyone's like, okay, and then they stop talking about it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, and I'll say the only companies I've seen really like do the, like big companies that have done this themselves lately is Respawn and Bungie. You know, I yeah. think Bungie did this stuff way too often uh, in original Destiny and Destiny 2's launch. And, uh, and in a similar way, you know, kind of pretended they were buddies, you know, with the community. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, but fake buddies. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's yeah, it's a marketing tactic. It's a marketing tactic. Which is, again, which is fine. Yeah. But then, yeah, don't be... Yeah, don't be so... Don't act so surprised when... when all of a sudden your people that you're doing this marketing on are like, wait a minute, you're not my buddy at all. Yeah. Even a sheep will bite you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so like, don't be surprised when they do. Yeah. Like that said, if you're a fan of a game company and then you find out that they're just marketing you, don't, don't send them death threats. No. And honestly, (laughs) like, you know, I think the fucking obviously, I think the, the smartest thing. And I think the, you know, the most unrealistic, but the the most idealistic uh, outcome is consumers become educated enough and wise enough to realize that this is all just marketing yeah. and just enjoy it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, these people aren't, these people aren't being for real, but who cares? Like, yeah. it's silly. You know what I mean? Like, let them be silly. And if we don't like what they do, yeah, we should just give your money to someone who you do like what they do. Yeah. And, you know, and I mean, I think that's the thing that frustrated me is like, uh, the only place I feel like I got fleeced is that uh, I didn't think Respawn would be kind of that way. You know what I mean? Like, they seem like good dudes. And I didn't give them money because I thought they were good dudes. I gave them money because like- I thought the game was fun. Yeah. And um, they didn't seem like bad dudes. And I just feel like, oh, you guys seem like kind of shitty dudes. I'm sure not all of them. but yeah. I'm ne- Not all of them at all. Right. But like as a student, like yeah, the optics are just bad. the optics are so bad, and I'm like, it makes me not want to play the game because if I was a freeloader, if I had not put money in, I would be, I would feel a lot more like ah, whatever, I'm getting one over on them, I can play the game. But since I put money into it, I'm kind of just like, oh, this just doesn't feel good. Yeah, you know. Well, and I'm sure if they you know made it super compelling and fun to play again, maybe you'd feel differently. But the fact that they're doing all this weird bullshit with loot boxes and like penalizing people for playing a lot that probably doesn't help either yeah for sure for sure so we just drug apex it's done it's canceled it's over canceled canceled that's culture. it for apex that's it for al never, apex. we're never playing again i got the receipts that's just canceled <laughs> you heard it here folks uninstall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so it's not as happy news since that was happy news yeah um fucking GameStop strikes again oh uh, yeah Fired a shitload of people, and um, a lot of it came. Well, not a lot of it. I think it hit everywhere. But Game Informer got like super nailed with yeah. it. Um, and I actually listen to Game Informer podcast every week, and like literally like half the people on that show, like they have a revolving like staff members come in. Like half the people that do that show are gone. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, like um, it's one of the. I don't normally like reach out to people in these moments, right? Like. I'm not very like Twitter active as far as like, I don't think it's really the place to be like, Oh, sorry about what happened. But, uh, when I saw people tweeting stuff, I literally was like, Hey, I just, I like the show a lot. Like, I'm sorry. I won't be able to hear you on it or, you know, like, yeah. um, cause cause it seemed like, man, I listen to these people all the time, yeah, you know, no, for sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, sucks. it sucks. I guess, I don't know if it's much of a story to talk about, but no, I mean, I think it's a, it's another sign of this changing business models and how, I mean, I don't know the details or the financials of GameStop. I, I will say I don't particularly like GameStop as a company as far as purely, you know, their storefronts and their brick and mortar is always felt pretty shitty and bad and sleazy in the way that they profit off used game sales and blah, blah, blah. That said, Game Informer, I think pretty much universally people are like, yeah, it was good shit. I remember reading GI with, you know, back in the EGM and PlayStation Magazine days. And it always being really great. It's funny. Inside Gaming did this, like, uh, they kind of just had a bunch of the magazine covers. Like, I, I guess they have, like, a wall of them at GI. And so yeah. they had, like, a video of it they took. And uh, it was, like, a bunch of the old covers. Yeah. 
and seeing all those is like man like i remember like all these fucking totally, magazines like man. from like the early 2000s and late yep. 90s yep late 90s early 2000s yeah That's like the I portal like, one and like i oh, can yeah. remember the little portal hole in the thing and um just seeing a bunch of these i was like man like i had like all of these fucking things totally it's just crazy yeah egm i was really into it and i, I just fucking i devour those magazines it was kind of like with games you know i'd get the magazine and that's kind of i mean i had books and stuff but it was my video game thing for the month so i would just start at the beginning open it and just read every single fucking word in every ad and every article regardless of whether i was interested or not until like i closed it it was so cool I remember I, I'm, I was, trying, I'm trying to imagine doing that now and it's just totally un it's completely beyond the pale I remember when I was a kid, I'd get like a year subscription for like my birthday. Yeah, and it was amazing. Like I'd ask for magazine subscriptions, yeah. right? And then he'd come, or if they were a day late, you'd be like, oh. Yeah, like you knew when they were coming. Yeah, it was very exciting. Yeah, it was funny recently. This is like a, sort of an interesting adult story. I, uh, I recently found, not fun adult, this is like boring adult, not like things sexy. aren't about to get steamy in Not here. like sexy? It's not going to be sexy. It's probably the opposite of sexy. But I was on LinkedIn. Is the word panties going to be in the story? <laughs> the word LinkedIn will be. So oh. that should give you some insight. Um, but I was on LinkedIn and I found a bunch of the people who used to write reviews for EGM back in the mm. 90s, late 90s when I was reading it. And that, and I connected with a bunch of them. They accepted my requests. And it was kind of a trip to be like, wow. I'm like connected on LinkedIn with like the editor-in-chief of EGM in the late 90s. It was kind of it was Did very, you message any of them? Now, I thought about it. Um, I thought about just messaging him and saying, hey, man, you know, I just wanted you to know that magazine made a huge impact on me and you were a part of that. And I don't think I'd be where I am, all kidding aside, if it weren't for those words and the fact that you can make a career out of video games. Um, maybe I still will. I don't know. They probably get messages like that all the time or maybe not. It's been 20 years. Yeah. And I, I think even if they do, I think everyone's I, I cool. It can't hurt. No. like I wouldn't I, be asking him for anything. So That's one thing I try and remember. It's like it's so easy to like get caught up in like kind of clap back culture and be like yeah only respond to things you hate right yeah but if you're just genuinely saying something nice worst yeah. case scenario is they delete it Who yeah cares? why not share nice thoughts yeah no, you know what i mean like that's my whole fun. thing like why not like just say i try and make a note of like if i just enjoyed something yeah to like let somebody know that i enjoyed it yeah no you i know? think that's a good idea try and put some positive out there be the change you want in the world leo yeah one thing I, that's funny about old game reviews and magazines and like even on IGN or these older sites, when you go to like their early, early stuff, their reviews are so different the way they're written. They're just oh, written yeah. like by, you know, someone who sounds like they were just out of college or in college. They're super straightforward. They're like, graphics in this game were very good. The gameplay is pretty fun. And, and, and uh, you know, they were fine. They were some more well-written. I'm not trying to say they were poorly written or anything. It was just a different time. It was a different style of writing. Much more straightforward. And now game reviews are, I think, much better from an artistic perspective and much more exploratory and almost scholastic and scholarly based. Um, but anyway, it's just kind of fun. I, I recommend go on IGN and look at like their N64 reviews. It's yeah. just kind of cool to see how much it's changed. It's fun. It's fun to look at that stuff. And uh, all the more reason to uh, RIP Game Informer and our great friends there. Yeah, absolutely. And like, yeah, as always, best of luck. I'm sure all those talented people will have no trouble getting new new work, but it does suck when that happens. Yeah, I'm not going to read off the list of names or anything. You can look them up if you want. It's pretty yeah. easy to see. But best of luck to everyone. Yeah, and I, I think they'll uh, they'll all lay it on their feet. But Yeah, I mean, it's not like this industry is going anywhere. No. It's just changing. It's just changing. Absolutely. Um, okay, this is a good spot for a commercial break. And we're back. It's awesome. now time for America's favorite segment. I thought the America's favorite segment was earlier. That was the second favorite. Wait, th that was the second or this is the second? This is the first. Oh, shit. That okay. was the second. I'm buckled up. So we started the segment last week as well, and it's been sweeping the nation. Really? Um, it's actually kind of rebooted a whole franchise of games. <laughs> uh, you what? know what we're talking about the out there. The power we have. You know what's coming. It's time for... The Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15. 15. That's All right. A, that's the whole, that's <laughs> well, let's a, do it then. That's the whole thing. Uh, Leo, I guess real quick before we get into this, I just want to say I saw the pre-order for Final Fantasy 8 go up. And all you got is a pre-order bonus with some fucking ugly background screens. <laughs> for, and for what? For It's a Squall and a Renoa. I mean, that sounds pretty They nice. have a PS4 theme, I think, you can get if you do it on you PS4. You know, they're, they fall in love. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know that that's that's really where I lost all respect for, for uh, but because she went for him, yeah. Why? 
Well, you got to play the game. It's a little more complicated than you make it's it It's really not. It is. It's not. He's not as one-dimensional as you think. He's pretty... I mean, he's three-dimensional, but... <laughs> Especially now. But not his personality. No, his personality is more interesting than you, you might need, think initially. You need to stop. I played through the whole game. Yeah, but when? I don't know. Exactly. 90... What yeah, I, exactly. Fuck off. You when were that like came 10. Like 98 or something? I was not 10. It was 99. Because it came out the same day as the Dreamcast. How old was I in 99? I don't fucking know. Fucking 17 years old. Okay, how dare you say I was 10? You were Squall's age. That's how old he is. Yeah, I was the same age. That's you, how so I knew. You could really see yourself in there. No, that's how I knew. He was a real piece of trash, right? <laughs> no, but that's the point. He's supposed to be shitty. He changes. He's not supposed to be cool. He's supposed to be annoying. And that's why all the adults around him are always like, dude, what is your fucking problem? It's not even his annoyingness that's his problem. He is annoying because he's so like, eh, I'm aloof. But that's the whole point is he changes. And he realizes like, actually, that's a shitty way to be. In fact, I would say it's a more nuanced character arc than most Final Fantasy games. More nuanced than Zidane? He's not. I like. I, I really like Final Fantasy IX, but it's not super like. It's classical. It's supposed to be about like cartoons and archetypes. He's got a tail. You're right. Counterpoint. He does have a tail. Therefore, oh, he you. is number one. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, what you had some Final Fantasy hot topics you want to talk about? Okay, well, two things. One, I played some Final Fantasy fourteen. I played a little bit too. Loving it, but I'm a little pissed off at it. What happened? Here's why. I got past the part with Sid. I got the Magitek armor. That whole sequence was very bizarre, but uh-huh. I, I kind of liked it. Uh huh. And then I rescued a bunch of people. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. And now I'm fucking stuck because I have to go up four levels to get to the next MSQ, and to continue on to Heavensward. Mm. I don't want to go four levels. Why not? I have to do like daily roulettes and the palace of the dead all the time. I don't want to do that. You could just run dungeons. I don't like running dungeons. That's my least favorite part of the game. That's the problem. So I feel very like, it's kind of like you and the spy missions. It's like, this is the part of the game I don't want to do. And now they're saying, well, you have to, to get to the stuff you do like. And that just kind of bugs me. I mean, you don't have to, you could go do quests. I would have to do so many quests. Yeah. You'd have to do a lot, which I guess is what I'll have to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have to do a lot, but uh, are you getting rested XP? Yeah. Do you don't rest at all? I always, I always just do you eat food. A, no, I haven't done the food stuff yet. You should always just, you should just buy rice or whatever all the time. Like, you probably have a bunch of food in your bag you don't I'm even sure, know about. Because I've you never get, like, emptied my bag ever. And you get onesie twosies of like bowls of soup and grapes and shit. Yeah. Um, but just try and remember, and I don't do this very well either, is just to always just eat because it's 3% bonus XP and that yeah. adds up. That adds up over time. Um, then that plus rested, um, you know, you'll, You'll start popping some XP there quick. No, for sure. It's it's not. I can't not believe really. it's four levels though. Before levels at this point, it's like I know that's half crazy. a million XP each time. I don't think I was ever that far off. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Usually, I was just one level off. This is the first time it's been four. Yeah, go do Palace of the Dead one through ten over and over again. It's so lame. They give you like seventy thousand. I have to do it literally dozens of times. Yeah, which I get. It's a grind. But anyway, the the. I'm still going to keep playing. There's other stuff to do. It's a huge game. There's yeah. a lot of ways to get XP. But it was a little like ah, this is just. This is the first time where I felt like ah, I can't do the stuff I want to do. I mean, that was my biggest hiccup with the game in general is running into that, uh, the level caps for MSQs like over and over again. I just don't understand why they do that. In my 40s, I kept hitting that and was just like going nuts. Yeah, like, that's, that's what happened to me too. That's yeah. probably what happens to a lot of people. Yeah. But anyway, I still enjoy it. I'll keep playing it. But man, I wish I, wish I didn't have to grind for days. It just it makes me not want to log in. Anyway. You got a second thing. I do. So here's the really important Final Fantasy thing. And I, I know we're, you know, on a 15-minute thing here. So try and keep it, try and keep it, you know, a little on a short side. I actually don't run a timer. So just do <laughs> I know. It's all in my head. So the Final Fantasy 15. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy 15. So you've played this game. F- front to back. I know you had mixed feelings about it. Or top, actually, they're not that bottom. mixed from what I understand. They were pretty um, negative. There's some, okay, yeah, there's some stuff. But what I'd like you to do, since I have not played it, it's probably the only mainline Final Fantasy I haven't played. Mm-hmm. I would like you to summarize the plot for me as you remember it in a relatively short amount of time. Oh, shit. This is a mistake. Ready? Go. This is a mistake. Okay. So you're a handsome boy. Wow. And, yeah. um, Thank you. You're All right. A- now let's start the summarization of Final Fantasy 15. I can't even remember his name. Noctis. Uh, Noctis. Yeah. You're, I don't know why you know what I know. That's the only thing I know. So you're Noctis, the handsome boy prince, right? You're a prince <laughs> of a castle and your dad is the king. And 
I think there's some scenes in the beginning where you're with Luna Freya, she's a pretty blonde girl. Is she a princess? Um, from somewhere else. She lives somewhere else. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if her title is princess. She's kind of like a priestess. Mm. Kind of along the lines like of Yuna. like uh, Yuna. Yeah. Um, so some bad guys come in the beginning. Uh, they look like generic Final Fantasy bad guys. Kind of like so the Magitech like, guys, right? Like, yeah. Um, and uh, they got weird armor and stuff. And uh, murder your dad. But he kind of... <sighs> oh, you don't know this yet, actually. Oh, but okay. You have to go on a road trip to go pick up Luna, Luna Freya, your your betrothed, right? Okay. Uh, so you get your buds, you head out on a road trip. Right? That sounds cool, and uh, it is kind of cool. And it plays Stand by Me when it's like it's got this, like it's got a nice. I'll say this: like the beginning of that game is great, right? Yeah. Like, like because it's very casual. It's like, hey, just get your buds. Like you train a little bit ahead of time. Like here's how to fight because you got to got to fight out there. There's a lot of a lot of monster bugs and stuff. And you're like, all right, I'll do it. Right. And then it's like, you got to get your car. Here's a sweet ride and get some bugs or get your buddies and your buddies come and y'all get in the car, play some cool music. And you guys drive off into, into onto the road. Right. Uh, when you do this, you get word that uh, the castle is being attacked. Uh, your father dies. Everything's going to shit. You guys are basically on your own in the middle of the world. Like, trying to like figure out what to do sounds right? like some adventures afoot yeah some adventures afoot afoot so you're like well we got to go get luna freya still that's our that's our girl we got to get her uh somewhere along the way you start fighting the like summons you know like the primals yeah it's the first one you fights titan uh i don't remember why you run into titan but you do uh sid's in it and cindy's super hot like smoking hot cindy for some reason who's like girl sid but she's like your age um so I'm trying to remember what happens. <laughs> There's this guy, and he's got long hair. He's kind of hippie looking. He's the bad guy. Huh. You know he's the bad guy, even though it, he pretends he's not the bad guy in the beginning. Why is he a bad guy? Because um, he's like the bad guy. The game. I know, but like, what's his motivation? Evil. <laughs> um, Evil mostly. You know. I mean, that, well, that's kind of the issue. Is like, there's no like real like. He doesn't want to rule the world or anything. He's just like he's just an asshole. Kind of, you know, uh, I mean, there's probably more to it than that. I honestly was so checked out by like the second half of this game. But so really what happens is you fight some primals. You got to you got to get Luna Freya. So you get Luna Freya literally the moment you pick her up like she's in the game for 20 minutes. You pick her up. You fight Leviathan. She helps you. You finish fighting Leviathan. And the dude who the shaggy haired guy who I said was evil, who you thought was his friend. Like, just jumps down and just stabs her. Oh, that sucks. And you're just like... It just sounds lame. You're just like, what the fuck? Like, I just... I literally just met this chick, right? Yeah. And Noctis is like, no! Right? And, and he gets depressed for a little while. And you as a player are like, what? Like, who cares? Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, I like the flashbacks, I guess. But, like, I have no idea who this chick is. Uh, so, now you're, like, chasing the bad guy. Like, the literally the rest of the game is, like... We got to chase the bad guy, right? And it's just these, like, expedited scenes of you just, like, we're on a train. We're in a building. We're on a thing. And it just, like, flashes through it all. Then there's a really terrible mission at, like, the second to last one where you lose all your stuff. Mm. And you can't run anymore. Like, you're injured. So you're, like, walking really slow. And it's, like, a maze section with, like, stealth parts. Oh, yeah. I've heard about this. And you have, like, a really strong magic spell. Like, of a ring that's very strong. But it's the only thing you can do. So you're basically like hobbling around, like doing the spell over and over again. I guess they changed the level later yeah. in the patch. But I played it right when it came out and it was real, real terrible. Uh, and then there's a time skip because you're like dead for a while. Huh. And you come back and uh, the world's been taken over by monsters and darkness. And the bad guy's like, oh, I rule the world. But you basically just walk up and murder him. And that's the end. Wow. Sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's epic. There's one really good character. It's this night girl. She's like a dragoon. She's a bad guy. She's in the game for like six minutes. Like literally one part of one mission quest. And you're like, oh, she was cool. And that's it. Yeah, that's it. That sucks. Yeah, it's really bad. And it's just, it, the problem is getting up to Luna Freya seems like, oh, like we're on course to like have a cool game. But once you grab her and she gets killed, it's like, oh, we got to just finish this thing. 
And so it's like just this really rap. Oh, and your friend, this, the little friend of yours, uh-huh. uh, the bad guy's like, you're not real. You're a robot person. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you're a robot person. And then he's like, I can't believe I'm a bad guy. But eventually you're like, nah, dude, you're a good guy. And he's, he's like, like oh, okay, cool. He's like, fuck, man. I thought I was a bad guy. I was a robot. He's like, you are a robot. <laughs> that part is true. But you're the homie robot. But you're no robot. Yeah. You can still hang with us. The end. Wow. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. That was uh, Final Fantasy 15 during the Final Fantasy 15. I like that. Maybe next week I can do eight for you. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to. Uh, no, I think I'm going to do it. No, I really, I think it's no, fine. I think, uh, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Um, I'm sure I missed a lot. Honestly, that game, um, I fucking hated it. Yeah. How long did you spend on it? I don't know. I want to say maybe like 25 hours. There's some stuff to do. I mean, I probably spent more than that in the end. There's some stuff to do after the fact. Like there's these weapons that you collect, like, um, they're like King Royal weapons. Like there's like a, there's like one of each class was like an ax and a sword and a two hand sword and. Um, you like to do these little, you got to find these tombs to get them. So you can collect all those, which is kind of fun. Um, there's like obviously like world monsters you can beat to right. like, uh, you know, for whatever reason, but it just didn't feel, feel very purposeful at all, you yeah. know? Um, and then, you know, there's stuff along the way, like you, the summons actually, I think are the best part of that game because they're really cool looking Yeah, because they like exist in the world. So like, yeah, they're not like separate. No, they're the not. The screen like, doesn't go black and it, they just appear. No, so like you summon like Leviathan and he literally is just like this giant snake in the world. Yeah, that like, is really cool. Like literally you can see the globe, right? And he's just like, like, brah, he just comes like rolling in, right? And just like murders everything and it, the scale is just like massive. Yeah, that is cool. And so that's cool. So, you know, you get a few summons, um, like you get Shiva and you get titan and leviathan and uh ramu, ramu. Yeah. is that ramu ramu is actually the coolest one because he's just like oh like lightning strikes um and uh ifrit shows up at the end i think the bad guy is actually like ifrit or he's like summons ifrit like ifrit's like the last boss huh uh but which is kind of weird as well yeah, that is weird. <laughs> um or he's like he fights with the last boss right um, and actually she was dope too. Cause she was actually a character through the whole game, but she's just a lady oh, in the cool. end. She's like, Oh, I'm fucking Shiva. I'm about to get down. And she like jumps in and helps you. But, uh, so these are all spoilers, by the way, if you've gone this far, <laughs> you're fucked. Well, listen, I asked for the entire plot. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that that counts as spoilers. What so the- some, that some of the trappings are cool, but yeah. the game is very bad. That sucks. Well, there you go. And there's ramen in it. Yeah, I've heard about this. Mission is like all over the game for some reason. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. And like a all... little bit's funny, but like it sounds like it's just irritating. Yeah. I feel like a game where everywhere you look, there's Coca Cola. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it's bad. I hate that. The car will also fly in the end. Oh, well, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty fun having a flying car. Well, I have to say, you have not sold me on this game. I'm I not don't sure play I it. want to play don't it. Don't play it. But I played every other Final Fantasy, I think, more or less. I mean, you can play it, but don't say I didn't warn you. Fair enough. Um, so the only other story I had for us today was, and this kind of ties into the Apex story we talked about earlier, but it's its own thing. That's about the game Dark. Oh, yeah. We were talking about this. We were talking about this earlier. So I, I saw it because uh, Hoag Law retweeted the guy's story on Medium. And it's funny because I didn't see a lot of like buzz around it. Um, but And I probably because it didn't hit Kotaku until later. I actually didn't see it on Kotaku. But... Uh, Basically, this developer uh, was approached by Epic Game Store to have his game be an exclusive Epic Game Store game. Yeah. Um, and really, all he said was, well, can I can I just launch it multi-platform? And they basically just said, no. You can't. If you're going to... You're either on Epic Game Store exclusive or you're not on Epic Game Store at all. And kind of his question was, you know, like, well, that's not the case with, like, big games. Like, AAA games don't face that. Why is that like a thing for indie games? And they basically were just like, that's just the way it is. Yeah. And this kind of caused a big stir. A lot of Epic Game Store haters are like, yeah, fuck Epic. Like, look at how they treat people. Um, I don't think, I don't know who was, I guess I didn't see like the discourse around it because I really only saw like the actual story. But uh, yeah, from what I understand, I think that the part that was interesting is that he 
uh, from what I understand, the developer, the Epic reached out to him. It was a game that I guess has already been out or is already a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. like Steam pre-order and wishlisted. Or- yeah, and people are excited about it. Um, and he, they emailed him essentially, I guess is what they do. They just email you and say, yeah. yo, it's me, Epic. You want, we'll give you a bunch of money to come to our market. You get all this and this and capital. And, and he said, before they even offered him the money, he said, I got to be you know, I can't be exclusive. And they said, well, I'm sorry. That's how it is. Yeah. Now on the one hand, and this was before he even saw the money, I guess he didn't even supposedly, he didn't even ask. And then what I found interesting was his reaction to all of this coverage was, I don't fucking want to be involved with any of this shit. It just didn't work for me personally. I have no statement about Epic. I don't want to be like the poster child for anything. Like I just, it works for some developers. That's what's best for them. It was not best for me. That's that simple. To me, this kind of feels good. For yeah. both sides. Because to me, it's like Epic offered him a bunch of money and he said no. And they're like, okay. And like to me, that's what they're doing to other developers. And other developers are saying, oh, fuck yeah, we need the money. And it works for them. Like, I don't know. To me, this this kind of, it shows that Epic is trying to buy out developers and buy games for their store. But it's also like, yeah, I don't know. The, the developers don't have to say yes. Yeah, that's I, the part of this that I always feel is missing. I think the, like, you can't be on our storefront without exclusivity is shitty. Why? Why? Yeah, like, who cares? I mean, because you're trying to, like, garner people to the storefront. And it's like, why not allow this dev to... Why not allow this dev to have the audience, right, without this exclusivity? Yeah, I guess it is kind of, like, punitive. Like, if you're oh, go- yeah, well. it's, it's punitive, right? If you're going to allow AAAs to be on both, like, all stores, right? Like, why... Yeah, I guess what's the what's the advantage of doing yeah, that? Yeah, it's there's no advantage. It's to scare indies it, to kind yeah, of force is, them into playing true. your is, game, that right? Is lame. And uh, by doing that, it, it's shitty, right? Like, I don't blame them. For, I'm not saying they shouldn't be able to do that or that they shouldn't do that. I think it's shitty, but like, it's business, right? If that's how they want to run their business, that is yeah, that's true. That's a okay. I, I hadn't right? thought about that about how it's like, why not just let him be on there? And yeah, don't give him the fat signing bonus for exclusivity, but let him. Why not? Yeah, why not? Who's that going to hurt? It'll help his sales and potentially it'll help you, right? Yeah, it's a fear tactic, right? Yeah, that's true. That is kind of bullying. We're the growing store. You know, we're the hot shit right now, even though I don't think that's true. Yeah, I have yet to see any numbers about this. No, but is it really that popular? Other than as a Fortnite launcher? I doubt. even that, like... I think if it was that popular, they wouldn't be throwing money at these devs. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel, too. It's like, you know, "Hmm." and they wouldn't be trying to have these punitive, like... If you're not if you're not with us, you're against us, bro. You know what I mean? Like that to me is a company that is trying to scare people into yeah, you know, exclusivity deals because they need them still. But I also want to I, I, I do want to point to the fact that this developer just said no. Yeah, and that's fine. And like, I don't, I, I still don't quite understand why everyone's yelling at Epic and not the developers who are signing over to Epic. Like yeah. it's a little, it's a seems odd to me. Like, sure, we can all agree Epic has some shady business practices. I think that's fair to say, and that they're kind of sleazy. I don't think they're doing anything illegal or like unethical in the traditional sense, but it certainly is weird and shitty and shady, and I don't like it. That said, like they're not forcing anyone to do anything. Yeah, I think it's because the industry is run by, like, I think the games media in a lot of ways is dictated by developers and publishers. Yeah. Right. I think that they're kind of considered the highest tier of this medium. Like it's like movie directors or something, yeah. right? Where it's like and we I get mad at fair. studios, but yeah. not directors, right? Yeah, that's yeah, uh, that's true. And it's like you know they're seen as these creative types that make the magic that we all want to experience and aren't responsible for the shitty business around it. When I don't think that's necessarily true, not right? Um, I just think that they are treated in a way. This kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier in a way that is strange and disproportionate and um and you know like it's 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 a weird it's a weird scene you know like uh but i will say this like it's funny that we bring the story up i knew it was going to be in here but it completely proves me wrong right because i will say this developer really did communicate honestly and openly yeah and uh was well received for it i'm like i don't think anyone can fault that's what i mean no one can fault his story or his message because it is he just told the truth the truth it's truthful right there's no spin he's like i don't want to be part of any spin i'm not really involved in that yeah it just didn't work for me and this I is even what like happened. the way he did yeah. yeah he didn't even say like no fuck epic yeah you guys are right it's fucking shitty he was just like didn't work for me worked for some people 
that's it. There's Simple no tribalism that. involved. Yeah, like right? he doesn't give a fuck. I he didn't have a team, cool. and it did. Yeah, see, exactly. His only and team people was, are trying to claim him. Yeah, as people always do, which is so annoying. Yeah, his only team was himself and, and his the people game. that want his game and his game. Right. Yeah. He's like, I've let people pre-order or wishlist this game on Steam. It feels bad to tell those people they can't buy the game on that platform. Yeah. And it's like, well, that seems super fair. You know, it seems super fair. And I I do think the other side of that is if someone, I'm sure they have, but we only hear about the poorly, you know, mismanaged communication. But if someone were to say, hey, I mean, I guess this does happen. But if they're just like, yo, Epic gave us money. We think it'll make the game better. And here's why we did it. I think that's valid. It's totally fair. Just tell us the truth, man. Yeah, I don't think that's what I I think. That's true. People hate you, but it's like, whatever. I don't think people will really hate you. I think some people will be assholes about it yeah but i think in general the response to that wouldn't be as vitriolic as we see yeah right if someone was like we just needed the money like we get the money's got to come from somewhere yeah we, we couldn't finish the game that yeah. we wanted to unless we got this huge infusion of capital yeah we're not and the price we pay for that is we're temporarily exclusive to epic it's that simple yeah we're not in the we're not in a position where we can independently fund this game and make it and put it out to you people yeah someone had to give us money um for some, we didn't want to do a Patreon or a Kickstarter because that's not how we wanted, or yeah. that wouldn't generate the revenue we needed. Yeah. So this is the choice we had, and we took it. I think it's a good choice, and I don't think that's. I mean, that's what I mean. I don't think anyone can be vitriolic against that if that's how you present it, right? Yeah, I agree. Uh, but I just don't think that's what people want to present, right? It's like this. It's like it's a sh- it's a show of weakness or something, right? And yeah. they're like unwilling to go there, and it's like, well, then don't say anything. All right, look. I feel like we've talked about the Epic Store a lot. Are you sure it's been enough? Because I could do, I could go all day. <laughs> I feel like Epic we've been Store. talking about it, and so is everyone else. To be fair, it's a really big thing everyone's talking about, but it's the news of the day, and it'll continue to evolve. The news du jour. I don't know. Maybe we're. And what do you think? Maybe we're giving it too much of our time. Yeah, I feel like we're getting we're giving way too much lip service to the Epic Game Store. And maybe that's what they wanted all along. Maybe I mean the bastards. Looking at that way that freaking Tim Sweeney talks, it seems like <laughs> this is what he's after. Yeah, maybe he just listens to this and like just loves it. He he loves the Tech Yeah podcast, I've heard. It's all he listens to. Yeah, it's his favorite show. But it is it's a like, fuck Giant Bomb. <laughs> Seriously, it's all about though. Tech Yeah. Seriously, I got some Giant Bomb beef. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. I just, uh, the main host, Jeff Gertzman, he's had a baby, so he's been off for a few weeks. Oh. And I miss him very much on the show. You should send him a nice tweet. I will, actually. That's a good idea. I will send him a nice tweet. Uh <laughs> I think we've said enough for the day. Let's uh, close this one out. Right. If uh, Thank you for listening. Uh, go to techyabpodcast.com. Check out all of our links. Uh, follow us on Twitter, Facebook. Uh, send us an email. Hell yeah, we always love to hear from you. Any thoughts? Like like Tony always says, whether it's about how stupid we are and wrong, that's always interesting. If you agree with us, especially, I think, especially if you agree with me and don't agree with Tony, we'd really especially like to hear from you. Yeah, just uh, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. I think regardless, it's so fun to get messages. Yeah. Uh, that uh, Yeah, just reach out. And, of course, you can hit us up on Twitter, too. Tech Yeah Podcast on the Twitter. Absolutely. And we'll be back next week. And, hey, I was thinking maybe next week we should talk about video games. What do you think? Uh, it's a big industry. There's a lot of news. I'd rather talk about game stores. Okay. And yeah, launchers. Only. And, and just launchers. one in particular. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we love you. Go play some games. Go play some games. <laughs>